This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And today we have a third voice joining us. We have the Riley Dennis. Hey, I'm Riley. So Riley is a Washingtonian. Is that... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> is that the word? Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm so, just the bop. I'm a binge. Like, I'm that's all bop. I am. <laughs> and uh, Riley was in Washington for the holidays, of course. And we were like, yo, let's have you on the podcast. Because Riley has a really awesome YouTube channel that I've been subscribed to for a while. Subscribed. <laughs> Subscribe. And so, yeah, we just figured we could have a pretty chill conversation about, you know... Some important topics, like Things say, and YouTube life. culture, sexuality. We got we got all the topics. Oh honestly. boy, so yeah. fun! It's yeah. gonna be We're a morsel. <laughs> but uh, so, what do you do on YouTube, basically? Um, I basically make like feminist social justice kind of content, um, like just talking about gender and sexuality and all the intersections of that. And yeah. Just really like any cause that I think is important, and sometimes mm-hmm. I talk about other things, but yeah. Yeah, you're bold. You talk about politics. You talk about everything that's like very important that I'm usually terrified to, you know, go into on YouTube just because there's like this counterculture that's like we won't even discuss them. You know, they're there. We were binging your videos the other night, and we were just like, "Wow, you would talk about a lot of things we wouldn't feel like." I just know that would be like very daunting to try and talk about, but I feel like you get things across in a very concise. Manner. Yeah, I would yeah. classify your channel as like educational, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I think it's become like that. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy your content. Oh, I thanks. very much appreciate it. When did you start YouTube? Um, like almost two years ago. Oh, okay. Like yeah, January. But so it's coming up on two years. Cool. cool. Yeah. Awesome. So what else have you been doing um, on the internet these days? Well, norm- so my like main job is I like I'm like a freelance writer and editor, so I write for like a technology website. Um, cool. But that's, Whoa. you know, just, like, Android stuff. Yeah. So it's, like, geeky, nerdy stuff that's, like, not relevant. <laughs> I knew so your like, text was <laughs> green. Like, I saw that green bubble, bitch. <laughs> the first sign something was wrong. No, I'm not anti-Android. There's just a couple emojis that they fucked up. Like, let's be honest. All right, the emojis are, like, not a strong point. I'll give yeah. you that one. <laughs> that's true. But honestly, like, I have the iPhone 7, and, like, it's not anything at all special. And, like, I... My contract was up, so I, like, had to get a new mm. phone, but I'm, like, mad because I bet, like, the next one's probably going to be a lot cooler. Well, of course. And yeah. I'm going to always be on, like, the off-road, like, the S level yeah. or whatever, like, the 7S <laughs> or whatever, so it's yeah. kind of sucks, but... Nah, fun. Android's lit. I got the Moto Z Play right now. Yeah. Anyone wants a great iPhone alternative? Yeah. Oh my god, that's not Fantastic. the one that explodes, right? No! <laughs> okay. God damn it. One phone explodes one time. I know. Everybody gets a bad thing. Everybody at Android was probably like, shit. <laughs> they, they got us. They got us there. But it's really just the uh, Samsung people. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like that one note. I was supposed to review it, and then it got sent to my house, and I just sent oh it right back. Oh my god! Holy like, oh, shit! It was like very. It was like a tiny, tiny percentage of phones. Like, oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Did you see that video where it was like people thought CeeLo Green actually had his phone explode in his face, but it was like a prank or something? Yeah. Like, YouTube <laughs> prank. Yeah. I know. I it was know. a lot. So I hope that didn't happen to anybody. <laughs> Hopefully, just like exploded on your desk and nothing was, nothing was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should uh, talk about the coffee oh, shit, and yeah. the fact that Riley doesn't like coffee, yeah. which we have discovered. Wow. We've so, already dragged. It's roasted fine. already. <laughs> yeah. Roasted so. like these beans. <laughs> so 
So what do you have? I didn't even catch which of our I, big teas. Lemon tea? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Super fancy. Nice thing. We have decaf Trader Joe's going on right now. Because clearly I need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to get up early, so I'm like, okay, let's not yeah. make it worse. Because last night I stayed up way too late reading the end of Order of the Phoenix, and oh, I'm really upset because my favorite character's are already gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. Ooh. Um... Still got two more books. <laughs> yeah, it's getting closer and closer to the end. Time. For the first time? Yeah. You're a little? <laughs> I would say so, yeah. I don't oh, know. That's great, though, to get to have that experience. Like a little child all over again. And then I'm rereading them after she's done with the book, and so yeah. I'm just, like, living. Because I'm, like, I'm just like, anytime, like, it's good. I can read this again. Now, I called oh, Sirius. I was like, he's too happy in this book. There's too much <laughs> of him in this book for him to not... Yeah, die. So yeah. it happened, but I didn't know like the context or anything, and it was an it was an yeah, emotional feel it. right. And then we literally turned. Well, I didn't turn the book off. I closed it, <laughs> and then we were like, "All right, let's watch the fucking movie," because I had to see it happen, which was worse. Yeah, because <laughs> I really like Gary Oldman as serious. Yeah, it was I didn't really even good. recognize it was him at first. So whatever. Uh, I have a fact here, oh, yeah. by the way. Uh, this fact is titled Beans for Boobs. And it says, okay. if, uh, if you rely on smell alone, you might be missing out on some of the health benefits of drinking coffee. For instance, a 2015 study found that drinking higher rates of caffeinated coffee may be associated with lower risk of breast cancer among postmenopausal women. Okay. So... Hey. Good to know. Something to keep in mind from when you're postmenopausal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there seems to be many studies that we have found that have positive effects to coffee. I think they're just, like, trying to make it okay that we all drink It's this, like, like that one time you hear someone being like, dark chocolate's good for your brain or for your heart or whatever the hell it is. It's, like, it's good for something. Yeah, and, like, you would just hear that over and over again because we have to justify our vices. Yeah. Listen, I don't even have to justify it. It's just... It's, it's a necessary like, cause. I am that Gilmore Girls fucking stereotype. I'm Lorelai asking for <laughs> Well, that's good to know. So anyway, let's let's get into the meat and potatoes. <laughs> Even though you don't eat meat, which I found out. I feel like that's like my new conversational piece. Is like, oh, so do you eat meat? Because it, it's like you have to ask that's that. That's your conversation? Like your icebreaker? Yeah, yeah, because it plans a lot of things in my mind already. Like anytime I'm going to like take you out to dinner, I know where I'm going to be, you know? We have to know where our, where our choices are. I mean, My two things are like, are you allergic to cats and do you eat meat? <laughs> or just like, do you have a food allergy? Because I, like I like to think ahead, you know? You don't want to yeah. take a lactose bitch like myself to the milkshake factory. Let's <laughs> not do that. The milkshake factory. That's a new one. Is that a it's cheesecake factory place. offshoot? Yeah, they still have that bread bowl, too. Like, the, the milkshake. Bread. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, I love to dip my bread in my milkshake. No, I really don't. Hey, don't drag that. I used to dip Ugh. french fries into my Frosties at Wendy's. That's not bread. It, I mean, it's, it's similar. A it's a carb. Yeah. You get me. Were you into that? Are you a dipper? No, not, that's just potatoes and ice cream. Like, it's, what? Is that just... I don't, know. I don't know. It just seems weird. I feel like it's a white trash thing. That's <laughs> essentially what's happening. It's like that picture of the person's like, you know you live in Pennsylvania when it's a picture of someone pouring milk into like a jar of coins. Like, what? <laughs> what? I've never heard is of that. Is that relatable? It probably is to someone out there. Because we just put milk on everything. That's... Maybe what? that's the joke. That's the joke, is that we just have, like, milk and dairy and, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood mm-hmm. was sponsored by dairy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway. 
onto more topics that I can actually digest. <laughs> Get it. So I guess we should maybe mention that, you know, earlier today, Carrie Fisher did pass uh, away. I'm yeah. upset about this. Yeah, I'm really upset. Like, not only was, like, she a fantastic actress, yeah. but, you know, she was a great spokesperson for uh, mental health issues, and she spoke openly about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, it was just really sad to see, you know, like, so near the holidays, and, like... <sighs> that must be fucking awful. And 60 is, like, you know, it's just not, It's pretty young, yeah. yeah. This year has been... It's been a wild a ride. Year. I saw somebody, sh- somebody shared a picture of a book that it's called, like... Uh, I forget the name. It's something like "Fuck You 2016" or something like that, or like "2016 is the worst year." It's like actually a book that you can buy, and it's just like I don't know what it, it's about. Does it like tell you everything bad that happened this year? Like can you imagine, someone like, like capitalized yeah. off that really quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, fucked up. <laughs> the year ain't even over yet, and there's already a book about how bad it is. Like it's one for the books, I would say. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, personally, in our lives, 2015 was like the year from hell, and so we were like really hopeful for this year, and then it flopped as well, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it did not turn out well. Yeah, I think it's tricky, like, separating your personal life from like everything going on in the world, because like for me, things have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Life, is, life personally is good, but, but then whole, I see the whole world crumbling around me, and I'm like, okay. It was the sacrifice for you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not, not put that on yourself, but. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm still optimistic about 2017, even though I know, like, it's, you know, closer to inauguration and all that, so it's like, part of me is still hopeful, but then part of me is like, it's, it's gonna be a ride. Yeah, I don't know, I lost, I lost, like, a huge chunk of hope, like, in November. Like, leading up to that, I was like, I don't know, we got this, like, change is possible, everything's, everything's gonna be fine eventually, and then, I don't know, it was just all gone, like, really Mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah, I mean, you know, once the news keeps rolling in about who's hired for what, it's just like another like, well, this fucking sucks. It just gets worse and worse. It's like he's trying to make it as bad as possible. It's really, I think he's playing the game. Like, he's really trying to just make it like, who is the worst possible person? Well, people are going to write about this historically, and that's what he wants. He wants that fucking notoriety. Oh, yeah. No, he'll have entire textbooks about (laughs) how hard he fucked us over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how not to be a friend. If he was going for one thing, it's fame, and he's definitely doing something to make his name like in the books for in the future. It's just sacrificing the country. Being who he was, you know what I mean. It still blows my mind. Like I literally still wake up and I'm like, that's not real. That didn't happen. (laughs) It's like it doesn't feel real, but at the same time, it feels so right. Yeah, like this is so what would be happening at this point in our lives, especially in America. Like, like, just how we've been, like, so obsessed with reality TV, so much so that now it, like, transcends into politics. Like, it's just it so really is reality TV. dystopian feeling. Yeah, legit, though. It does feel like a young adult novel. God. Maybe not young adult. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting to the dystopia. We'll soon yeah. be broken up into districts. <laughs> that must be why, like, that kind of literature has been so popular as of late. Like, I know it's always been written about that, you know? Yeah. But, like, I feel like as of, like, the last five years, the amount of books and series that have been oh, dystopian, yeah. like, America's gone, like, <laughs> Statue of Liberty's always, like, halfway submerged into a mountain, like... I want to see sometime, you know, the Space Needle, like, being submerged into the Puget Sound. <laughs> That's what I want to see sometime. Let's make a movie about that. That's how Grey's Anatomy will end. That's yeah. Like, it's happening. And if it doesn't, then I'm writing to Shonda, and I'm gonna be like, listen, this is not my vision. 
Oh my god, I wish we could get cast on that in like a as like a victim. Oh or yeah, like I would love to be a victim. It's not vampires, like a fucking patient. Like. I could scream. Like, <laughs> I could scream and cry a lot. I'm a Pisces, so uh, I think I'm like the ideal candidate for like extra background work. Yeah, <laughs> especially in like a scene like that. <laughs> what kind of TV do you watch? Yeah, that's uh, the real judge of things. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Or are know, you not a TV person? Like, not, like, real TV, but, like, streaming things. Like, I've been watching a lot of Netflix and shit. Oh, but, like, well, yeah, that's kind of what we mean. Not, <laughs> yeah, like... I'm just, like, I'm a millennial. I don't own a TV. Like. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had cable since, like, we moved out of our parents' house, yeah, honestly. Same. I haven't had cable in years. They're yeah. all getting swindled with these, you know, bills, I'm assuming, or, like... Yeah, right. I talked to my dad on the holidays, and he was, like, trying to find, like, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation on TV, and he was what? telling me, yeah, we got DirecTV, and, like, there's so many channels that I can't even find it. <laughs> I was just like, I don't really don't have that problem. I've yeah. got like Netflix and then Amazon Video, and like that's it basically. Yeah, we yeah. do have um, like a antenna so that we can get the news and watch like when the president speaks. Have and an stuff. antenna? Yeah, like really yeah. <laughs> it looks very throwback. It's like that black thing over there, but <laughs> it's... that black thing points to like seventeen different <laughs> black boxes. Yeah, sorry, my whole console. That's yeah, we get, uh, like, you know, ABC and all all the classics, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, just in case, like... All the acronyms. I just think, like, if the world is crumbling and, like, Netflix is down and I'm going to want to know, like... <laughs> That's the true sign that the world is crumbling <laughs> Netflix is Netflix is down. They don't go down very often. It used to. Now it's, like, she's solid. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it, honestly. I need stability in my life. <laughs> So you don't uh, watch any shows? Though, yeah, do you? so I've been, in, like, with my girlfriend. So my girlfriend lives in London, and so there's, like, an eight-hour time difference. So, like, as oh I go God. to sleep and she's waking up, Jesus. we, like, watch a show together. Oh, um, that's fun, though. Yeah, it's cute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, so we've been watching, like, all the Marvel stuff. Like, yeah. we watched okay. Jessica Jones, and now we're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. And, like, it takes a while, because, like... We're only watching like, maybe one show a day, yeah. And there's hella. Like, after we're done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, we're gonna watch Luke Cage. And, like, yeah. yeah. There's just so many within that, like, universe. They're but gonna then, add, I wonder, like, the movies, too. Like, Captain I feel like they're so Yeah, because everything ties but... in. It's trippy. When yeah. are they gonna have Jessica Jones in, like, an on-screen movie? Oh, I'd be very I'm so down. there for that. <laughs> yeah. Which, I would say she's my favorite Marvel character as late. She was amazing. That show fucked me up so bad. Yeah. It was so good. I can't wait for the second season whenever uh, that I would happens. I watch that before because I kind of need to brush up. Oh man, and Kilgrave, he really fucked me up. I can uh, never look at him the same. Nah, yeah. My, uh, af- later, like after we watched Jessica Jones, I went to my girlfriend's and she was like, I have to make you watch Doctor Who because you're in England. Uh, and then no. I was like, it's the guy. It's the guy from Jessica Jones. I like, no, that's <laughs> He's controlling your mind. She's like, no, he's the doctor. He's fine. I'm like, no, no he's a he fucking not. terrible guy. Oh, I no, I feel like I get so burned by villains and things. Like, I really, I usually like the villainous characters, but, like, if they're just truly, like, evil and there's no redeeming qualities, I'm, like, I can't look at you the same way. Yeah. Yeah, like, we watched a show that we've talked about here before, The Affair. Uh, it's on Showtime, and it's just about, like, an affair. But, mm-hmm. like, the main dude, arguably, Noah Soloway, I could never see... Th- if I saw that act in real life, I'd be like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it. I'd be like, oh, man, that's him. Yeah, like, yeah. he... If he's uh, in anything else, I'm gonna be like, oh, <laughs> it's like my my most hated male character on television right now. Sure. But now they're trying to make me feel for him, and it's kind of low key working. They're tying uh, in a whole plot right now that I'm like, oh man, it's very complicated. It's a very like family drama, but it's like very dark, not like parenthood or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. that's a little bit lighter. 
I don't yeah. know. I've been so in the like comic world because then I also started watching Supergirl. And oh, now I feel okay. like I have to watch all the DC. Things. I need oh, to watch yeah. that just because I know that there's you know queer women. There's so queers, yeah. like, I always sign myself up. I'm like I don't really care if I'm interested. I just got to. That's go. the only reason I was watching Supergirl because I saw <laughs> like literally the way I choose TV shows is like queer women pop up on my Tumblr feed and I'm like guess I'm watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally how I do it too. Yeah, and then if it's like it doesn't show up until the second season, until the whole first season, I was just like patiently waiting. Yeah. yeah. And like before I was out, I would still do that and I was like, why do I do this? Like, <laughs> why am I always like, ah, so this those two people have a relationship. Well, I gotta see this. Yeah, yeah. that's great that they're doing that, you know, groundbreaking. You know, yeah. I fucking love this. But it's uh, yeah, the, one yeah. of the girls from Supergirl is actually uh fuck, you know. Meredith Grey's sister that rip. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I'm like even down for that because she's beautiful, so. Of course you would recognize that. Watch any show. You're like, you're IMDB. You're literally like, I've seen this actor before on like two episodes <laughs> of Vampire Diaries seven years ago. Like, You don't, it, it could be anything. It just can't be like Law & Order because everyone's been there. Yep. It's not like... I've probably been on Law and Order and I didn't even know. Like, just in the background. Like, we should all have a credit for that, I feel. We've all made a little piece of that show. Oh my god. Oh shit. So what else are you guys watching besides The Affair? Ugh, I mean, what are we watching? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty trash. I mean, we just finished, or not finished, it's literally one episode. We watched the Sense8 Christmas special. Oh man, Christmas. I want to see that so badly. I've loved Sense8. You got oh, it. I haven't seen it's it yet. I just haven't had time. It's like two hours. Yeah. yeah. We were watching it, we didn't realize, and we got an hour in, and we yeah. were like, I have to pee. And then we looked, and it was two. Yeah, I had like an hour to do something, and I was like, I'm going to watch it. And I pulled it up, and it was two hours, and I was like, God. It's fucking but great when no. you have the time for it. It's, yeah, I loved Sensei. I forgot how much I loved that show until we watched yep. that. Yeah, I was sad that, um, I forget his name in the show, but the guy that's in Nairobi, that's uh, with, with the Van Damme, mm. like, he got recasted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I and that. I had no idea. I was like, why are they like, shading his face so that we can't see him? And then <laughs> like, he was like, you look a little different, and then they finally showed him. Yeah. And was like, oh, they're, like, doing that kind of thing when you recast, and everyone's like, what's going on? <laughs> Did they, like, they, like, talked about it? The yeah, they just, kind like, of, like, paid homage to it, but I, like, he apparently was just, like, causing problems, I guess. I don't know, but I was... Or like, there was, like, some fight in between producers and him so I don't know what that exactly happened I liked his character so I'm glad that they're not just like killing off a character or something oh my god yeah they couldn't do that okay so we're just gonna hop into some questions here first one's from our subreddit which is our coffee with Rachel. And yeah, I'm like, I'm like suddenly phlegm everywhere in my throat. So like, (laughs) please title this suddenly phlegm. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So the question is, if you could switch lives with any YouTuber or celebrity for a day, who would it be? So I feel like we should do YouTuber and then celebrity celebrity. because YouTubers aren't celebrities, guys. Wait, so who is this? Who I'd fuck? No, no, we've switched lives. <laughs> it's not always a fuck Mary Kill, alright? It's not always. My whole life is that. Okay, who would I switch lives with? I'm gonna say that I would switch lives with... Let's do YouTubers first. Yeah. I'll switch lives with PewDiePie because I just want to know, like... Original. What it's like <laughs> to have that large of a following and know what the hell he does on a day-to-day basis. And also, just, like, have this, like contempt for your audience where he's just like he doesn't give a fuck like he's just like whatever Uh, I would probably switch lives with like Byron Talbot (laughs) his kitchen alone 
is just what I kind of want in my life. He's a food YouTuber, okay. and he makes very beautiful, like aesthetically pleasing. Just to videos. play with his tweezers that he has, yes. he has his fancy like, tweezers, stainless steel tweezers that he like perfectly twirls pasta with. And I'm like, I just want to be that person. So that's my pick. <laughs> Who would you switch with? I don't know. Probably like Hank Green. Just yeah. I want to see what it's like to like. I don't know. Have 17 all of those million things. projects. <laughs> like, yeah. To like, be doing all those things at once. Like, what is that even how? Imagine like, you trying to plan it. VidCon. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it would be a day because I'd just like get a glimpse of it and be like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah I can't do this. <laughs> Confirmed. Not great. <laughs> okay. So how about a celebrity that you'd switch lives with? <sighs> okay. David Attenborough. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he's the great. guy that narrates all the big, like, nature movies. Um, like Planet Earth and stuff like that. Doing yeah. it. And I want to be out there <laughs> seeing these snakes act like no one's ever seen on camera. <laughs> That's just... That, that was a great choice. Thanks. Damn it. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick... Uh, I'll say I don't know I'll pick somebody fucking random like Christopher Nolan just because he's like, so random and unrelatable <laughs> well like I don't know he's a fucking director like I would pick him cause you know he's a credible fucking dude and he's got I wanna know how his mind works cause he comes up with like some really fucking weird movies and I wanna know how he gets there okay Inception I still like what really happens you know maybe maybe I can see his mind and know what happened in Inception. I feel like you would also switch places with Leo so that you could go save the Earth. True. I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, fucking, what's his... The guy that gets really excited about Thunder. <laughs> oh my god, Jim Cantori! Yeah, Weather Channel. Alright, I'm doing Nobody that. Who gets excited you. about the Thunder? He got... There's this viral video... I mean, it's probably not viral. Maybe. It no, is. it is, yeah. Okay, and he's like, it's thundering and snowing, and apparently that's like a big deal in the meteorology community. He's got a meteorology degree, so that's okay. why Yeah. <laughs> and he's just... You gotta watch it. He's just... He's screaming. He's like, yeah! That's a another one it's and he's like fist joy. pumping in the middle of the snow like <laughs> it's, it's something to be seen. honestly that's how everybody would feel at school when like it would do that every once in a while yeah, like everybody would be like nervous. oh my god yeah. it's amazing. It, was, it was like drizzle they're like wow that's precip like it's <laughs> happening right here on our lawn <laughs> pushes glasses up like <laughs> yeah i had no idea there was such an intense meteorological <laughs> <laughs> you know. i'm like do I need to wear a jacket? That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she wrote. So do you have a uh, celebrity? I, I'm trying to... I'm just, like, completely blanking on, like, everyone I can possibly think of. <laughs> so the only person who's coming to mind is Will Smith, because I've always just been a huge Will Smith fan. <laughs> because... Go with your gut, I mean, fuck. Also, Ina Garden. I don't know why I didn't say oh, that. Oh, my God. I, I, Literally anybody on the Food anyone Network. Anyone on the Food Network. I just want to be in that kitchen, that kitchen <laughs> set, and see it from their side, you know? Oh, my God. Who is the guy? Oh, I don't think he works there anymore. But like the head up producer that used to be on like mm, that lizard. Yeah. yeah. Oh lizard. fuck. I forget. There's something name. vaguely reptilian there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not true, but I don't know. Tushman. That was Tushman. Tushman. Yeah. Tushman. yeah. Classic. Tush. I want to be him. <laughs> All right. Do so you have another question? So I've got a question from our email, which you can always email us at coffeewithrachel at gmail and this says, I have a pretty long question. I apologize in advance. I'll also probably say way too much. Sorry, I'm 18 and from Maryland, and I've been seeing a guy who's 23 and from Pennsylvania. 
Whoa, who is she? Whoa, this is getting close to home, guys. <laughs> He's super sweet and so supportive and all-around amazing, but after almost a month of dating, he broke up with me, and he said it was mostly because he's not physically attracted to me, but he really loves me and thinks something is wrong with him. He struggles with depression and has a few relationship problems. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he keeps treating it like we were still a couple in a relation, and the relationship isn't defined. I'm spending Christmas with him and his family, and we also see each other all the time. I don't know what to do because I want to be with him, but I feel very selfish. I also keep pushing myself to change my body's appearance to be with him. If you could offer any advice, that would be great. Thank you so much. I'm sorry again that I got so flummy in the middle of that question. It just came out of nowhere. Once he sees a lot of like text, he's like, all right, the phlegm's are All right, the uh, throat closing. Bye. (laughs) I mean, that's like a tough decision or situation to be in, not decision. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's... if you are, like, attracted to somebody for, like, their personality, you know, like, for who they are as a person... Like, like that should be there, like, yeah, to make that, any relationship successful. And you're definitely not selfish in any way, shape, or form for, like, you know, wanting to have clearly defined, like, what the hell is going on in this situation. You know, that's not selfish at all. You need to know, like, your feelings are being hurt right now, and you want to know, like, is this a serious relationship, or... Are we just friends, or where exactly does everybody stand in this? So, um, I think I would personally say that, you know, to just have, like, another conversation. I don't know how long ago this really happened where he broke things off, but uh, to just have a conversation where you just sit down and really talk about, like, are we still in a relationship? Like, I still really like you, like, or... Uh, just kind of set the boundaries of where you guys are. Yeah. I would say, like, just definitely trying to preface it with, like, how is making you feel to have this kind of, like, uncertainty. I feel like, you know, that way it doesn't seem, like, accusatory or, like, you're like, oh, let's define things. Like, if it's just, like, yo, like, this kind of uncertainty is making me feel anxious and uncomfortable. Like, I mean, I don't think he's going to be upset if you, like, voice that feeling. You know what I mean? It makes, it takes the pressure off him because it's, like, more of, like, how it's impacting you and you just want, like resolution essentially but yeah i think i'd also be really careful because it's a very common um like abusive technique to tell people to tell your partner that you don't find them attractive yeah Um, that happens in a lot of abusive relationships where they'll like kind of force the other person to change for them yeah and it's it's really unhealthy and it's like but it's surprisingly effective because you feel like you need to please this person you have to change yourself yeah yeah to make them feel better and so i would just be careful like don't like, never think that you have to change your appearance to make this person feel better. Like, clearly he's going through his own problems and has, like, things that he needs to work out himself. Yeah. But don't feel like you're being selfish for it. Like, you deserve to have someone who finds you attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want you to settle for someone who's not treating you the way that you should be treated. Because even if they're going through their own issues or whatever, it doesn't excuse that kind of behavior. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to make any blanket statements like he's clearly abusive or whatever. But, yeah, like, from... Yeah, we don't know anything really about this. But <laughs> So make your own call but i'm just be careful of that it's a really easy thing to fall into and i hate to see it happen to people so just like be wary of it yeah because you shouldn't have to fucking feel like you need to like change anything just for you should want to change things if that's like what you've been wanting to do yourself personally and then if they want to like support you in that then like that's awesome but not the other way yeah Yeah, that's that's fucked up but you know give us an update honestly we love it when people actually like come back and they're like so here's what fucking happened your advice sucks (laughs) (laughs) honestly though like let us know like did we not do i don't know did we not do it right did we fuck up (laughs) (laughs) like they ruined all of my relationships (laughs) one star 
Okay. Um, so someone asked, dark coffee with Rachel, tell me about the bad coffee. So I feel like we've all had a bad coffee experience. You've all of the coffee? Oh my yeah. bad coffee experience. And you worked at Starbucks too, so how did you oh like God. handle, you know in the beginning when you're training, you have to like taste everything? Uh, yeah, we had like a little passport and had to like fill out all the things and like explain what was different. I didn't fucking know. I just <laughs> asked the person next to me. I was like, "Like, what is it? Like, it tastes like shit, like the last one. And they're like, oh, it's like more earthy. And I'm like, okay. To you be fair, heard it here first. Riley said coffee tastes like shit. And that's <laughs> just not okay. To be fair, Starbucks roast black, yeah. not impressive. Yeah, Pike's just, Place, nah. Pike's Place not a place I want to be. Yeah. And then we moved here and I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> so it's right there. <laughs> Who knew that that was actually a place, you know? Oh, Back fuck. in Pennsylvania. The worst coffee. I mean, I I've don't had know. Some bad coffees I've life. had some that have been just like really acidic. I don't know. A lot of Keurigs get me fucking riled up. Yeah. <laughs> Though we have one at work, and I guess the cups are just small enough so that it actually feels like a complete cup of coffee instead of just water. It's mind tricks, you know? Yeah, that's what I want. I want a placebo effect for my, <laughs> for my coffee. <laughs> I think we're just too positive about coffee usually, so people wanted to know the negative sides. Well, look at Can my teeth. coffee, please? <laughs> please do an hour dragging roasts. Oh, my God. So real quick, we're just going to take a break to talk to our sponsor, and we'll be right back. All right, guys. Well, your stockings have been stuffed, and what a better way to ring in, you know, ye old 2017 with a new vibrator, honestly. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't get anything naughty for Christmas this year, you can get yourself something naughty from Adam and Eve. Or nice, am I right? <laughs> so you can go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only and you'll get 50% off just any item. Not only that though, you guys know you get a lot of free shit with this deal. You get three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and free shipping on the entire order. So go to adamandeve.com and use code CWC at checkout. That's CWC at adamandeve.com. Alright, so I think it was last episode, or Christmas episode, there was in a quiz something about uh, people in Poland putting spider webs on their tree. With spiders, like... Th- that so we were like we're never visiting but <laughs> uh we actually had somebody in our subreddit explain the meaning behind this all so i'm gonna just give a little bit of education here today guys we had a lot of questions that didn't get resolved so <laughs> here's time to get some answers okay they said i am a certified pole <laughs> TM. And is that here, what you just call each other? Is That's that cool. are you just the pole? They put P O L E. Uh, here to educate you guys on the tradition. Here to educate you guys on the tradition of Polish spiders. So there are many backstories to why this is a tradition. It can't really be called Polish tradition because it's recognized in many Eastern European countries, just like the Christmas pickle, which I actually knew about that one. I knew about. Do you know about that? No. There's a pickle like ornament. I don't know if it used to be a real pickle or not. It was. But now Now it's like an ornament, and like you have to like find the pickle in the tree and if you find it then like you get a gift like <laughs> yeah like it blends in so like it's, like it's kind of hard but on christmas yeah pickle. you know just combining everything i love As it you, that was the only one i knew <laughs> like, we love our pickles and plus i'm just like always there. But, you like, probably walk into a room and you can spot that pickle on that tree from a mile yeah, away like, and, and that reminds me of like passover we have like a special thing where you my lip just like screamed <laughs> when we uh hide like matzah and then you get like like a special gift and it's literally just a piece of matzo like in a piece of paper towel and like you just, what? you're looking around for that it's called the afikoman yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, 
right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, anyway, as it says, firstly, we don't decorate our trees with live spiders or spider webs. I would hope not. <laughs> we do, however, have spider web ornaments that are silver or gold that kind of look like snowflakes. Okay. So apparently there's a couple of stories behind why this might be, but the first one that they say is their least favorite is that uh, there was a spider that weaved a blanket for baby Jesus when he was in the manger. What? So, I mean, okay. I love goth Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, goth, Halloween-inspired nativity scene. Like, I'm into it. Combining oh. everything. Halloween, Easter, oh. Christmas. You got everything combined oh here. God. And so then the other one that their family goes by is that there was a very poor widow living in a small hut with all of her children. One day a pine cone fell into the hut and it began to grow into a tree. The children were so excited that they were going to be able to have a Christmas tree on Christmas, so they took very good care of it. And when Christmas finally came around, the family was too poor to decorate it. And on Christmas morning, they found that it was covered in webs. And then when the rising sun hit the tree through the door... Uh, the spider webs turned into silver and gold, and they were able to have money for the rest of their lives. Okay. Whoa. So. That's a little bit happier. That I like that one a lot. I don't like blankets made out of spider webs. I love Jesus getting wrapped in spiders. <laughs> I don't know. There's something kind of like Harry Potter inspired there, and I'm into it. Nah, that sounds like the Lord of the Rings thing where he gets all like Oh my god. Up. Yeah, you haven't seen Did I didn't get You haven't it. seen no, Lord of the Rings? I only no. saw the first one and then The Hobbit movies. <laughs> hey, they came first, you know? <laughs> Right? They're a prequel. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I was like, wait. <laughs> we all had <laughs> Alright, so I got an email question here. I've been struggling with depression and suicidal thoughts and anxiety really badly for the last two years, and the last two years I've also been in an extremely abusive relationship. The person completely consumed my life, cut me off from every single one of my friends to the point where I have a fear of seeing them ever again, encouraged me to drop out of school, etc. I just left the relationship for good, but I don't have anyone left in my life, and I'm completely isolated, which makes my suicidal thoughts even worse. I was wondering if you guys have any suggestions to pull myself up and rebuild my life from scratch. Also, I'd like to say I love the podcast, and I look forward to every time a new one comes out, and I wish the best in 2017 for you guys and your little chunks. Well, we hope the best of 2017 and your to come for you too. Yeah, we're making 2017 the uh, year of uh, getting shit done and being like boss ass fucking people. Like, like that's what he's that, saying. That, <laughs> that's what we're gonna fucking do. I'm gonna like, play Animal Crossing. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, we're gonna fucking keep trucking along. We're gonna do it, guys. But yeah, I'm sorry to hear about this because that's obviously distressing because, you know, I care about you guys and I don't want to believe that a lot of you guys are dealing with things like this. But... You know, I'm really glad that you were brave enough. And, like, let me just start by commending the courage that you've had already to, like, leave this relationship because I know that that can be incredibly difficult. I've had friends with similar situations that they've been able to extract themselves from, and it's not fucking easy. And nobody gives you enough credit for getting it done because I know it can be extremely scary and it can be even unsafe at times. So I'm just like, you know, really proud of you for making that step. Yeah, definitely. Um, what I was going to say, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, first thing I would do is that, uh, if you, you kind of allude to the fact that you lost a lot of friends along the way through this, that you cut a lot of ties and stuff. And if you can, if you have the strength to like reach out to the, some people that like you'd maybe want to have a connection with again, 
kind of just like ask maybe if you can like have a conversation with them to kind of explain like where you've been, what has happened. I don't even that. know if you really have to explain. You know what I mean? Like I feel like people that leave you in these situations are really fucked up. And like, I don't know, like I just think you probably can find one. There's so many communities online that can probably help, especially because there are so many people online sharing stories similar to yours. Yeah. And you can find a community of people that have dealt with the same thing as you. And there's like a lot of advice and wisdom that you can find there. And I think that's really important. That's why I love online communities so fucking yeah. much. That's why we say like all the time, like, you know, if you're like in school or college or whatever, like joining clubs, kind of yeah. like the same thing, except just virtual. So like just getting into a new group with fresh faces, mm-hmm. something in common. doesn't even have to be, like, this situation. It could be just, like, something that you like, a passion project, something like that, and just yeah. get into a new group, make some new friends that way. Yeah, I, I always recommend, like, getting myself out there and, like, joining something new and being surrounded by all new faces because you're ultimately going to meet some amazing people and you never know what, like, they've already experienced. And you might find yourself, like, really relating to a lot of people that you might not have thought were out there, you know? Yeah. But it's fucking difficult. And, I mean, if you have thought about therapy, because I've found therapy personally so helpful in overcoming the abuse of my parents, and, you know, I just always can't fucking recommend therapy enough because it's just so important to, like, have someone that is fucking fighting for you, like, is vying for you, validating you, is going to make you feel like you are worth something and, like, you are worth getting better. It's just been, like, it's just something that I've... I know it can be so fucking scary, too, to, like, start therapy up. Like, I know yeah. I, it took me, like, literally forever to even, like, fill out the paperwork to get fucking health insurance. Like, I get it. It's fucking terrifying, but, like, once you are already in there, like, you're going to know that, like, you're dedicating, like, that hour to, like, working on yourself, and that's going to make you feel, like, less you know, worthless because you know that you're working on something and, like, you're obviously worth something if you took that step to get there because it's, you know, a big fucking deal and it shows that you want to get better and you want to, like, improve. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a question I thought of for Riley here. Uh, So you're in a long or a long-distance relationship, so do you have any tips for how you, you know, help... You know, keep that going, especially since, like, it's an eight-hour difference. Like, that's a hefty difference. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never been in one, so I feel like every time we get asked, I'm like, I have no idea. Like, we were, like, on, like, break for, like, a month maybe and, like, two mm-hmm. hours away from each other. Not even, like, two, eight hours of time zone difference. Like, so, three like, wawas, and you're like, <laughs> the distance. Three wawas? Yeah. Wait, you don't wawa? have to yeah. oh, okay, never mind. Is that a unit of measurement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll go it's with a that. gas station, but you know. <laughs> it's a gas station? With I've good never hoagies. You know, it's with hoagies? A sub. A grinder. It's a magical place that is existent only in the East Coast. And we miss it. East Coast. Is that not on the East? <laughs> it's a, it's, it's the on the East Coast. That's the East Coast. Florida's its own fucking continent. Shut up. <laughs> you know it is. Like, don't associate us with Florida. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Sorry invite. to all my Floridians out there listening. We love you. I'm up here. But anyway, so what okay, do you yeah. do that like really helps out with that? Oh, man. I don't know. We talk, like, all the time. I don't know if that's the healthiest thing for everyone, but it really works for us because we're both clingy, needy visions. Yeah, obviously every relationship is different, so it's different things. But I don't know. We're just, like, talking all the time. We, like, 
we try to Skype like every day, like before she goes to bed, because I'm usually like it's my afternoon or whatever, and I'm awake. We watch shows my night, her like morning every time. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we just try to have a schedule for like what's going to happen next, like once next time we're going to see each other. So like, uh, I know she's coming in like February to come here. I just went there in like November. Um, so like it's as long as you like know the next thing, it's like you have something to look forward to. Like yeah. you know the next date that you're gonna be together, because otherwise yeah. it's just like oh god, I don't know. I'll see you eventually. Mm-hmm. I think like watching shows together, especially since like everything is online yeah. now, like that's like the best thing to do. It's like so cool. Yeah, it's great. Like it blows my mind that we can even do that. And yeah. it's such a <laughs> do you use that one people. app that like lets you have it, and then you're also like in a video chat mm. as well. I've like seen that, but we haven't. Oh, no, okay. we just like we like Skype right before, like set it up, like yeah. talk to each other a bit. And then we just close it and, like, text each other through the thing. Like, <laughs> it's mostly just like, oh, my God, fuck, I can't believe that happened again yeah. <laughs> for, like, an hour. We did that one time when we were, like, not staying with each other. And we were, like, just watching Grey's Anatomy, I think. Yeah, but it was horrible because, like, we were on our... Both of our parents had, like, horrible really internet. internet. And so it was, like, buffering. It's like, wait, we gotta stop. Like, I... Oh, no. God, yeah. Like, I'm loading. Where are you? What timestamp? Like, what's... <laughs> It took us forever to watch an episode Do of a show. Do you have the yeah. app where, like, you can hug someone? Oh, God, no. <laughs> it's like you, like, press on the front of your phone, and then it'll, like, light up on their phone, and they can, like, press back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I That's kind of cute. Like, I can't imagine like, I'd do that, like, my little glowworm. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If it's, like, is, if it's something, you gotta do it. Uh, hey, man, whatever no, works. Yeah. Whatever works. But we would love to, like, maybe we should do, like, one another, like, relationship episode and if you guys have any tips especially for long distance because we do get asked that all the time and we've never like i can't get rid of you (laughs) we we should do an experiment one year i'll just move away for a year let's not not do that we always get asked like how the fuck do you guys live in such like close quarters because like you're seeing our apartment she's small yeah it's fine but like i don't know i guess we do a lot of like our own things but in the same room all the fucking time and I feel like that's what we were doing over Skype as well like when we were not staying with each yeah, other yeah sometimes we were on Skype but we weren't like fucking talking to each other we were just <laughs> like hanging out just have it set up you're like yeah. watching yeah. every once in a while you'd bring like a cat over and you're like hey yeah <laughs> and I had like pretzels so. every once in a while I did that every single time we Skyped it was like okay so here is all the cats because <laughs> <laughs> that was before we even had our own chance which don't even get this done are you a cat person or a dog person I have to know right now I'm a dog person. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I, I like cats too. Like, I'm not anti cat. Yeah, but yeah, like, they loved you. Like, yeah. <laughs> they ran right over to her. Like, but I just love dogs. Way. Like, they love you. Like, they actually are around. I don't know. My cats have always, like, ignored me. And yeah. they're just like, meh. I fucking hated cats until I met Chris's cats. And now, like, these guys, they're always here. I mean, they have nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's one room, but yeah. also. But, like, when we have a bedroom, I'm keeping that closed. Like, they are not leaving. <laughs> like, they're gonna be out and about. But no, I don't, so I don't like, I feel like that's a thing where people are like, oh, you have cats, so you probably, like, hate dogs. I don't hate dogs at mm-hmm. all. I just, like, don't want to take care of a dog because it would require me to be scooping shit in the rain all the time here in Seattle. Oh, yeah, it's definitely more effort. I haven't, yeah. I haven't thought that all the way through yet, but... Yeah. But, like, that's... I mean, like, also because of the size of our apartment, too, that plays a role, but you have, like, lots of dogs at home. And yeah. My house slowly converted from cats to dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I was that okay. girl, so I mean, yeah. I can't be a fucking dog. Everyone thinks I'm a weirdo because I have the birds, you know. Not quite a fish person, but not quite like a, a hamster. Oh know. my god. Alright, horse girl. Hey, I was not a horse girl. You have to be a certain kind of like classist to be a horse girl. I feel like you have to like be kind of bougie 
That's expensive. Going to the stables. That just sounds expensive. We've all that's Betty Draper. Okay. If your animal has its own giant house, you know that's a thing. I mean, arguably, this whole apartment is the cat's like giant house. But well, I mean, we live here too. But do we like as much as they do? It's really for them. We like literally cater everything to them. It's fine. Oh my god, it's healthy. All right, so something I want to talk about. So I, when we were binge watching your videos, you know, that's, that's how I prepare for doing the research. Yeah. Uh, I watched like your video where you were talking about how you met your girlfriend and how you are. So you identify as trans and a lesbian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and your girlfriend is bisexual. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm fine. I'll tone it down, but like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so something that like I've had experiences, and not like with everyone. I've had like some amazing friends in my life that have also like you know identified as gay or lesbian that have been so fucking amazing about being bisexual like mm-hmm. have you seen like some of the biphobia now like secondhand because oh, so much <laughs> so much it's it's like it's not it's so sad that it happens so frequently in gay spaces and that's where i think like it's the most hurtful for me personally is from my experience but yeah no absolutely i mean there's uh, there's so much like that goes on within the queer community that's so like hurtful to watch yeah. like biphobia there's also like when people aren't like binary when they're like non-binary or genderqueer or whatever it's yeah i feel like they're like the bisexuals of gender like they yeah. have the same kind of like people are like oh pick a side kind of thing um yeah. i wish you guys could see the eye roll that I was <laughs> there's gonna... a severe eye roll <laughs> i get so fucking frustrated especially when we talk about gender because people just literally can't and it's the same thing with bisexuality they literally cannot commute commute they're commuting to work they can't compute like the idea that you could love like or identify as more than just two things i just really don't understand that like i recently made a video about um like women who like women like how there are queer women bi women pan women like whatever and like not every girl who likes girls is gay and like i've had such a like like the beginning response was positive because it's like my community or whatever but then it like spreads outside of that it's like People made response videos to me and are, like, tweeting me, being like, but if a girl likes a girl, she's gay. Like, that's it. And I'm like, did you watch it? Like, did you, have you thought about this at all? Like, it's, I don't feel like it's that complicated of a thing to wrap your mind around. And it's never like, oh, I just don't really understand. Like, help me. It's like a It's like, yeah, fuck you. Like, they cannot be, they cannot, like, both. And I'm just like, how? Nobody, like, they have these, like, preset just, like, ideas and they don't want to take the time to learn something new and yeah. just, like, learn that, hey, spectrums, they're a fucking thing that exists. And so, like, they're just, like, instead of, like, accepting that as reality, they're like, nah, fuck that. That's not true. That's not how I've been doing it. That's not it. how this yeah. works, because that's not the way I know it. Like, know? that's how I feel about pronouns. So, like, what are your preferred pronouns? She, her. Okay. Yeah. And, like, I just feel like there are so many people that are like, oh, man, it would be so hard. Because I typically like to approach people using gender-neutral pronouns because mm. I don't fucking know. I'm not going to, yeah, like, yeah. assume yeah. someone's gender. Do like, that until know. it's made clear. Yeah, like, until yeah. someone tells me, like, hey, this is what I prefer. Or, like, if I, you know, because sometimes you don't even want to ask what someone's preferred pronouns are because you could be potentially, like, outing them and that could be, like, unsafe. So you want to yeah. do that, like, privately. At least that's what I've heard from people yeah. that have told me to do that, you know? And that was something that I didn't know about when I was, you know, younger. And I feel like it takes, like, two seconds to, like, make that connection. Yeah. And to, like just utilize it in your vernacular and people are like i would never refer to someone as they i'm like you do it all the time though yeah no, they're absolutely. around the corner <laughs> like they'll be right back like it's it's come so naturally in so many situations like why not 
just go there. I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand. No, it blows my mind. It's like people get just stuck in a way, and they think that that's the way that it's been done forever, and that it has to continue being that way forever. Yeah. And like no one realizes that like the way our language is constructed and our conceptions of gender and sexual orientation are all like relatively recent things that have yeah. been like way different in the past. And I just the refusal to like accept that anything could ever change mm-hmm. like pisses me off so much. Or like just like the the lack of thoughtfulness when you could just be neutral in so many aspects too. Like the same people that yeah. are like put the Christ back in Christmas, fuck <laughs> your happy holidays. Like oh sorry that I'm trying to like account for the fact that there are like several other religions that exist during December or yeah. November even. And like I'm sorry that this cup from Starbucks does not have Jesus on it himself. Like, like nailed like. on this cup. Like, it's, I don't think it needs to be there. Like, I don't think a company needs to, like, fucking be like, we're this religion only, you know? So it's, like, it's the same thing where, like, why not just use neutral language if it fucking helps? Like, it just makes people feel comfortable just, like, you know? Like, again, that, like, in the past elections, like, there was just a thing in, I don't know if it was Washington or Seattle, but it was, like, changing the charter. It was... Washington, I think of like the whole state. Yeah, it was like changing the charter to just be all gender neutral pronouns, and it's like a simple fucking thing. And I was like, one, I was like, this is cool shit to see. This is something I'm voting on. I think it passed too, like if I remember correctly. And so, like, it's just a small little thing, but it's like, hey, this probably this takes like two seconds to be like, just like have this thought, like, hey, who this could be kind of cool to make people let's feel... make it applicable to everyone. Yeah. So like, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Right? Like, especially in like a government fucking like yeah, document exactly. that's encompassing like a huge <laughs> state of different people. I don't know. Yeah. No, I can't understand. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like, when did you come out as bisexual? Oh man, it'll be two years in January coming up. Yeah. How did did you have like one thing all at once, like family, friends, everybody, or like? It was more like I knew from a very young age that I liked women, but I also knew that I liked men, which was like fucking confusing for me, and I just never really understood until I got older and like the word bisexual was like being thrown around, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel comfortable using that word until I was in college, like around like twenty twenty two maybe, like in that range, and. Then I started, like, coming out to, like, my friends who were also, like, queer, and so I felt comfortable, of course, yeah. and then I just wanted to talk about it on YouTube because I started feeling so comfortable, and, like, once I moved to Washington, like, two years ago, I was like, I don't want to, like, come out here and not, you know, be myself, and I feel like it's a fresh start, I'm going to meet all these new people, like, I should just fucking go for it, and so I started coming out to people, like, immediately, like, just introducing myself, not being like, I'm Rachel and I'm bi, Something that I do to like assert my sexuality. I don't know if like assert my sexuality, like asserting your dominance. Well, like just like so like people know. It's like I'll just be like, oh yeah, like I'll just talk a lot about like women that I find attractive or something like that. So it's like setting the tone. You're just like emphasizing. This girl is really hot. Like really. Because, like, I just feel like I can sometimes, I mean, especially as I'm dating a fucking man, so it's, like, obviously, you know, my sexuality is usually assumed for most people, but I did, then I finally was like, all right, well, I want to make videos about it because I know that there's tons of bi people out there, and I would love to, like, just connect with them and, like, hopefully help people out, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to, like, tell my family probably before (laughs) I do that, so I did that, and that did not go well, but, like, the rest of it fucking went great, so... Like, online, it's been amazing. Friends, I've had some, like, issues, but it's, like, been people that I'm, like, well, 
<laughs> the hair toss <laughs> it's like that's okay you're not you're not ready to like have this intelligence level yet I guess yeah. it's fine. but like I've had like relatively good experience but it's been mostly from like gay communities especially online where I feel like I get the most shit which really sucks because that's where I wanted to like feel kinship and like I would never be like the same level of prejudice back. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, we've all kind of dealt with some similar type of experience there. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think especially for, like, bisexual people who are dating someone of different gender, like, people, like, like, the gay community feels like you're not gay enough. Yeah, and that's so (laughs) fucked up. Like... Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, sorry that, like, I didn't accept it within myself until I was already in, like, a committed relationship. And also... And even if you did accept it already, it's still, like, bisexual. Like, you could still, like, enter this relationship after the fact and it's still your bisexual. They just don't believe you. And that's where it's like, well, you know, that's fine. You're not me. You're not up in this brain. So you have no idea what's going on. But, like... There was also, like, a safety thing for me. Like, I wasn't going to date women when I was living at home and knew my parents were, like, very anti-gay. So, like, it's not really that big of a story. It's, like, the same thing. I don't know if you've had to deal with this in, like, the lesbian community where it's, like, there's some lesbian women that, you know, feel like, oh, if you've been with a man, then, like, you're, like, a separate category. Like, some people have to do that just because, like, they're trying to pass, you know, safety-wise and everything. Yeah, no, there's there's a whole, like, stigma within gay communities of, like, being, like, a gold star, like, platinum or whatever. Like, if you've, like, touched someone of the opposite, of the other gender, it's, like, you're, like, stained forever. Like, that idea to me is so gross that, like, you could just throw people under the bus like that instead of being, like, yeah, we're all queer, like... Yeah. yeah. You all have, like, different lives and experiences. Like, you know, it might be easier if, like, you had an amazing coming out and, like, you never felt like you had to hide it. You know, like, there are yeah. so many people Like, if you've never to... had to hide it, like, that's fantastic. Like, that's great. That, that's like, how you're everyone able... should have. But, like, it's no it's reason great. to, like, you know, shade anybody that wasn't having that safety. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, you fucking, like, you might not have, like, realized. And you were just, like... You know, like, we all have experiences, like, dating people that we don't really necessarily think we're going to end up with or, like, you know, feeling attraction for people. Like, it's just, it's not all black and white. Like, you have to, like, feel around until you find what's right, and that's ultimately, like, what we're all trying to do, right? That's just the theme of life in general. (laughs) It's just we're all feeling around until we find what's right. Me especially when I don't have the lights on. (laughs) And I'm trying to find that back. That's me every day. Have you had to deal with any of that from, like, anyone in the gay community for you dating someone who's bisexual? I feel like the only thing I've run into is because I'm trans, a lot of times, not a lot of times, but, like, sometimes I run into people who, like, still think I'm a guy or whatever, and, like, they're like, well, then Fiona's just straight, and I'm like... Oh, my God. Like, uh, not, like there's just, like, a domino effect of, like, bigotry, like... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's not that... That's like, I just didn't listen to a single thing you fucking <laughs> yeah. said. Like, you, like, explicitly are not, okay. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, it's... Uh, there's, like, levels of, like, how woke people are. Like, I feel like the first level is, like, accepting, like, lesbian and gay. And then there's, yeah, like, yeah. bisexual and trans. And then there's, like, non-binary stuff. And, like, the people who are, like, almost there are the most aggravating. Because I'm, like, you like, can't, you accept some people, but not, like, all of them. Yeah. And I'm just, like, you're so close. Like, it's, like, let's just let people do their fucking thing. Yeah. And do what they think is, like, best for them and what makes them happy. And, like, that'd be great. You know what my 2017 goal is for everyone? Let people just, like, take your word for it. Like, if you're going to tell somebody, like, how you identify, what you prefer, and what your identity is, like, just be like, okay, then cool. Because, like, who are we to define someone else? 
and like That's put us into like our own boxes. Like just let that person, specific individual, like just tell you how they're feeling because that's all that fucking matters it doesn't matter what yeah. we think yeah that's like yeah people are always demanding like proof like you have to like prove that you're Ugh, bi enough that. or trans enough or whatever and I'm just like it doesn't it doesn't work like that like there's no uh, there's no there's no reason to have to prove who you are like no one has to prove their straightness <laughs> like, yeah. like you, tell me, you tell me right now that you uh, don't like coffee I'm not like okay I need you to taste some coffee <laughs> yeah. right now and like show <laughs> me that you cool. can't drink this like exactly. you know it's, there's not like a level of like queerness that you have to reach <laughs> I feel and I mean I might be offending some people that do feel that way like that feel that I shouldn't go to gay parades and like I shouldn't fucking go to gay clubs and it's like well there's no bi clubs bitch so I'm here like I'm here because I want to celebrate uh, all of us it doesn't need to because even I be care about this like community that. I don't know I feel like it's just shitty I, I hope that as things progress you know people will become more accepting of like the complexities of sexuality and the little nuances and like not just like leave people out because there's so many people that are going to have like different experiences i feel like as we are moving on in the future i feel like with the current like political climate it may not seem this way but i feel like we are in general moving towards a more like accepting world and it will take it'll help it'll take time helping too i mean not that the media is like flawless or anything but like we're starting to see more representation on tv and stuff yeah i think that's gonna help it's gonna take a long ass time but i think that we are on the right path just talking about things like making the content that you do and the conversations that we have on here and just things like that not saying, you know, we single-handedly here at Coffee with Rachel are changing the world, Don't but like... <laughs> I'm not. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I think that we are on the right path. I feel like everybody that's like, especially on YouTube, like everybody that makes content about like gender issues and sexuality and stuff, like they're so fucking brave. And like, we need a lot more of that happening. And yeah. it needs to not be just, like, a genre of YouTube. It needs to just be, like, okay, well, we have many different types of people on YouTube that are just making content, and they also happen to be, you know, bisexual or trans or asexual or whatever. Like, it's just a fucking yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I love to see is just queer people, like, doing their thing, like, that yeah. aren't, like, educational, whatever. Like, because not every queer person has, like has to be the teacher for everyone yeah, else. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's unfair. Like, yeah. It's like you, you know, they're, they're, we should have a lot more, like, just straight cis people out there that are fucking, like, taking the time to actually look into these things because they're not their experience, but, like, yeah. get to know the language, you know. I feel like it's lazy that they get just to, expect us to bubble. explain everything to yeah. them. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, I'm happy <clears throat> to explain bisexuality to people that don't fucking get it because I yeah. get that it's confusing for some people. And, I mean, I just don't think that we have to do all the work. Like, I'm sure, like, our voices help, but, like, there's also got, has to be, like, pushback from the other side. Communication, two-way street, you know, the whole thing like that. Yeah, you get me. So I think we should round this off with, uh, do you have any goals for 2017? Some resolutions as we're getting to the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I'm still trying to, like, work out the rest of 2016. I know. Trying to make sure we get through the rest of these, like, last couple days. I know. Like, honestly, my 2017 is gonna start rough because my therapist is going on a leave of absence (laughs) well you know i'm not gonna need it at that point you know trump and everything i'm just kidding but like i I, my goal for 2017 is to just like you know really sink myself into like the new work that i've been doing and you know keep trucking with this podcast because i enjoy it so much and to just like spend a lot more time on you know things for myself because i get really wrapped up in like i don't know i just feel like i don't take as much time to like 
nurture myself as I probably should. Like, I don't feed myself as often as I should. You know? like, <laughs> I'm very, like, I can, I'm very bad. Like, I don't see doctors often, you know? Like, I just need to, like, fucking take better care of myself this year. And I think a lot of that will help with, like, me being on a more regular routine with my new job and everything. But, yeah, know, <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> I would say my goal is kind of along the similar lines of just, like, uh, like making sure that, like, I don't stress myself out as much about a lot of different things that I may not have direct control over. Oh, know? that's my life. Like, <laughs> good luck. Well, like, no offense. But. You know, like, I want to, like, obviously, we're going to have some challenges this year with the new president and things like that. But, you know, I want to also not be doom and gloom the entire time oh, yeah. and have, like, do things that I can actually affect and change to have, like, good experiences. Not make it all just, like, it's horrible. Yeah, because there's still a lot that you can do locally, and you're still going to be voting in the primaries. And, I mean, you just have to, like, affect change, like, within yourself, like, in your own community. Even if it's, like, for the environment, too. Like, all of the changes that you can make to, like, help the Earth, since we're probably not going to have... You know, politically, that happening. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that you can at least do yourself and know that you're making some sort of change, even if, like, legislation might not be happening for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be so much activism required in the next yeah. four years. We like... need to, like, not shut the fuck up. This is not the time to become complacent and indifferent and just treat it all like this big meme. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, we got to fucking be out there and yeah. the meme window is over you know we got the memes <laughs> in for the election but now it's like okay now we actually have to be serious yeah it, honestly it, the whole thing has just been so grave and like i get it like a lot of people turn like comedy like during these times because it's like you want to like make light of this, this situation but yeah we really just need to like be focused on affecting change right now and doing what we can while this part might not be in our control. Yeah, exactly. It is. is. (laughs) If we actually get the fuck out there. And so how about you for next year? Uh, All right, let's see. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm working a lot on my career and doing more, like, social justice things. Like, I've started doing public speaking recently. Cool. um, And I want to do more of that, and I just want to be, like, doing more writing and and editing and video stuff that has to do with social justice. Like, I want to shift more of my freelance stuff towards that and just, like... I don't know, do everything I can in that aspect and, like, yeah. try to make it my, my living and, like, what I do. Not get so. any more exploding phones in your mail, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes oh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say, like, does everybody have something that they're looking forward to this year? Because I know, like, I'm, like, low-key not looking forward to a lot of things, but... We're looking forward to in 2017. In 2017. Me, personally, I'm looking forward to my birthday because we're actually gonna fucking do something for once. I'm, like, a flop Ooh. on my birthday every year, like... I just yeah. don't do anything. I'm like, I'll yeah. just eat stuff. Like, that's pretty much how, <laughs> that's good. That's that's how good. I do things. We're yeah. gonna actually like go on vacation, which we don't fucking do. It's yeah. only gonna be like what? for two days. <laughs> wow, crazy! Can't leave the chunks that long. Like, <laughs> so, I don't know. That's what I'm looking most forward to this year, but. Looking most forward to. Is it lame if I say a fucking video game? Because like, oh. I'm looking forward to the new Legend of Zelda game. Like, that... It's that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy because it looks amazing. Yeah. And I want to get back into that world. When and does that come out? March. Oh, that's yeah. like right around your birthday. That's cool. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so I'm going to get you some socks. <laughs> what about you? Literally, the only thing I can think of are TV shows. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. 
like Supergirl's comeback since eight's gonna be a thing again. Yeah. I'm sure there's like eight hundred others. I'm forgetting. House of right cards. Now. Oh yeah. Also, birth sign. What are you? Because I'm a Pisces. I don't know. You don't oh know. My God. What's your birthday? Now I don't want to tell you because you're going to tell me what it is. Oh, I, don't, I don't know any like important. I'm not like one of those people. We that only know that Pisces cry a lot, basically. And it's true <laughs> for me at least. I just want to know. Uh, it's February 14th. Oh, oh my God, you're a Pisces too. I think maybe not. Maybe you could be an Aquarius. Either way, you're a water sign, and I'm into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He's too. It's fine. Yeah. I really don't know anything. I just like to know, you know? It just puts I don't think I am a Pisces, but whatever. We go with it. Yeah, we just pretend. I don't know, man. I'm so, like, your audience will probably hate me, but I'm so, like, anti-astrology I don't, stuff. like... I'm, I'm just, like, you know, I, I use it for the BuzzFeed quizzes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, true. Fair. You gotta take those BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> and I like to put the blame on the planets when I can. Um, like, because basically right now all of our actions are not actually ours because Mercury's in retrograde, so that's pretty cool. I like taking the blame off. Uh, but only when it applies to me. Like, normally the rest of the year, I'm like, I don't know if I buy this. Like, I don't know what the moon's doing. I couldn't tell you what Saturn doing anything means, you know, or Mars. Like, I only know Mercury when it's in retrograde. Things and are fucked up. And it's in the fish. You know, don't eat fish. There's Mercury in there. Oh, my God. And that is um, my astrology segment. Show. Well, shit, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Yeah, so thank you so much, Riley, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. We'd so, love to have you back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so why don't you uh, tell everybody you. where on every social media. Oh, like, God. I'm Riley J. Dennis, like, everywhere. Uh, J-A-Y. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Twitter, everything, YouTube, I don't know. You'll find me. <laughs> that's nice. Mine's not as content- Content. I was going to say continuity, but like, that's not the most That's not a sentence. Um, but you get what I'm trying to say. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for having a cup of tea with us. Thank and you. Oh, my God. we'll uh, see you in the next one, guys. Yeah. We do that. I was like, what are you doing? All right, bingos. Hope you enjoyed the final episode of 2016. Didn't realize that it was going to be the last episode of 2016. Wait, really? Yeah, next one's on uh, New Year's Day. Okay, well, it's still, like, it's on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's get into this. We got Nicole Dowling starting it off, who is watching all of Downton Abbey. Alicia McKee is looking for their keys in their backpack. Kimberly Proza is watching Kim Possible. <laughs> Sammy Jessam is listening to Jesse McCartney on repeat. Me. Kayla Harding is crunching on a hard gingerbread cookie. Alicia Schreiner is doing an Alicia Silverstone makeup tutorial. Bailey Lynn is rolling a bale of hay. Jackie Goldfarb is hanging a golden spider web on their Christmas tree. Sloan Nolan is writing a fan letter to Christopher Nolan. Sarah Booth is serenading their crush with Josh Groban. Megan Rackley is playing racquetball with the Gilmore Girls. Kate Confrey doesn't know how to convey how excited they are. About what? It's Who so knows? Vague. It's vague. Taylor Collins is on call at the oncologist. <laughs> Emma Corbeal is Emilio Pestavez. Classic. Heather Ann really likes Anne in Parks and Rec. Anne Perkins. Sloan Fuller is binge watching Fuller House season two. Angelica Feliz loves Jello pudding packs. <laughs> Stephanie Oliver is actually Oliver Twist. Whoa, plot twist. <laughs> Melanie <laughs> Weldon likes their meat well done. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross is worried about the gross domestic product. <laughs> Juanita Cara is wanting their New Year's Eve to be lit. Annie Wynn can't believe winter just started. Danielle Manis is wondering why Gordon Ramsay is always yelling. Cassandra Lee is sanding a new wooden chair. 
Emma Nygren is buying store brand NyQuil. <laughs> Courtney Hall is doing laps on the basketball court. Becca Jansen is faving all of January Jones' Instagram pics, a.k.a. me. <laughs> Andrew Lasso is getting grossed out watching Super Size Me. I can't get through that one. Michelle North is going to northern Canada for the new year. Aaron Bray is buying an Aaron Condren planner. <laughs> Aaron Condren. Jada Goshi is going to the Seattle Center for New Year's Eve fireworks. My Elizabeth is getting a bath bomb from Lush. Ishbel Mendez is a big fan of Bellatrix Lestrange. Whoa. Ian Murphy, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> what? Because he said he really likes fucking Bellatrix. Oh my and I'm God. mad. Talia Miller loves a tall glass of OJ. Cat Vallejos is playing Monument Valley. I want to replay it. Margarita needs a margarita after the holidays. Avery Labelson is talking to LaBelle in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Daisy Blossom Dottie is watching their new kitten blossom into a robust chunker. <laughs> Every parent's wish. <laughs> Emily Lewis just started watching Empire. Chloe Archer was not impressed by the St. Louis Arch. Anthony Hood has been hoodwinked. <laughs> Mariah Hannah hopes they'll still play Mariah Carey's Christmas song on the radio. Elizabeth Hallbrook is visiting Christmastown, USA, a.k.a. Bethlehem. Jennifer Habgood is watching the Goodyear blimp pass overhead. Madison Greer is wondering why clouds look green. Madison Wolf was rooting for the big bad wolf in Three Little Pigs. Megan McNally is diving in to a McFlurry. Skylar Medley will never want to go skydiving. Megan Prius is receiving praise for their well-written essay. Corey Springfield has a spring in their step with these new Nikes. <laughs> Ilka cannot decide between soy milk or almond milk. How about coconut milk? <laughs> Jax is having trouble working a fax machine. Whoa, Jax, chill. Nicole Allen is drawing a sketch using charcoal. Courtney White's New Year's resolution is to go whitewater rafting. Bridget Carey Davis is going to Dave and Buster's to bust some Daves. <laughs> Jennifer Cornwall is trying to find crop circles in this cornfield. Sophia Cock is cocky after getting everything that they wanted from their Christmas list. Ash Roselle is watching vintage Ashton Kutcher on Punked. Vintage. Jackie Burkhart does not like the taste of jackfruit. Beth Fonseca is dipping a strawberry into chocolate fondue. Jackie Virgilio wants to see the new Jackie movie. Christina Contreras is listening for noises in a conch show. Catherine Simpson is making a simple mug cake. Marlene Naj is leaning towards getting the iPhone 7 Plus over the regular iPhone 7. Ian Murphy is feeding the swans at the lake in Millersville. <laughs> Rebecca O'Donnell's favorite reindeer is Donner. Kendall Berg is pasting birch tree decals on their wall. It oh came in 2012. <laughs> Allie McGregor is trying Gorgonzola cheese for the first time. Hope it was Gorgy. Megan Grilly is hanging out with the grill master Bobby Flay. Chloe Ireland is closing the door on 2016 and never looking back. Taco Roach is making a taco with the leftover Christmas ahi. Cassandra Buckout is pulling a buck out to give to the Salvation Army Santa person. Haley Cadwalder would rather shop at Target over Walmart. I think we can get a name in there. <laughs> Camelia Malky is fighting crowds at the mall to return some gifts. Maddie Pullman is studying penguins at the South Pole. Amanda Marie is Reed Drummond, a.k.a. the Pioneer Woman. And let's see what my husband's doing on that dusty truck. <laughs> Allison Frankoy is listening to Frank Ocean. Caitlin Whalen is playing Whale Trail on their phone. Cody Robinson is wondering what happened to Rob Schneider. <laughs> Lauren Chavone hopes to own a Tesla one day. Dana Daly likes to read the Daily Mail. 
Megan Wilson is fighting Ganon in The Legend of Zelda. Claire Wood is putting more wood on this fire. Kelly Adams is adamant on getting the best deal on a new phone. Anna Hernandez is lost in the desert. Jenna Gordonier loves Jenny Slate's character in The Secret Life of Pets. Same. Sarah is staring at a shooting star. Vlynn and Drew are watching an interview with Drew Barrymore. Bridget Dubin is doodling in their new notebook. Hillary Gay got a Marvin Gaye discography for Christmas. Mackenzie Knight is being knighted by the Queen, so and, that's lit. <laughs> and Rachel Evans is eventually going to go to Mars. Aren't we all? I can't wait to see you there, Rachel. All right, so the rest of the Beach Bunches, we've got Ashley Reifenberger. Sonia Vazbrun. Juana Jensen. Rebecca Edmondson. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. Rose Barnett. Well, thank you guys so much. Also, I got a Christmas card from Rose Barnett, and she ended it with like... And I <laughs> the last bench and bench down. Yeah, like that. I was like, "Oh my god, you're right." Also, shout out you guys. We went to our PO box the other day. We haven't talked about this yet on the, on the show. And like, you guys are so fucking nice. I know. Like, like the most Christmas cards I feel like I've ever received with all of your pets. It was amazing. Oh my god, everybody's family photos, like with their pets, was fantastic. And you got Hannah Peterson who blessed Squeezy with that zesty lemon toy that's filled with organic catnip, and he was like flipping the fuck out i've never seen him more youthful he was he was a little kitten again and it was something special yeah so thanks guys so much we hope you had a wonderful holiday and we'll see you oh my god next see you next year, year. <laughs> heaven showered since last year <laughs> bye. Uh, bye that was a headgum podcast